Good day, poker peeps. This is Sky Matsuhashi, and I appreciate you spending some study time with me in Smart Poker Study. So in today's episode, I'm going to discuss approaching poker with a growth mindset. And I'll discuss what that is exactly and the difference between a growth mindset and a fixed mindset. The basic idea right now is that saying things like, I'm going to figure this out, and I'm going to analyze this player until I figure out all their weaknesses, those are much better than saying things like, oh, I just can't do this, or I can never understand these opponents. To help you take notes on today's episode, first you gotta do this. Excuse me while I whip this out. <laughs> That's right, whip out your poker journal and then go to smartpokerstudy.com slash pod 405 for basically a transcript of everything you're about to hear. You can copy and paste all the words there on the page directly into your journal, edit it down, and then boom, super efficient note-taking. Okay. Let's roll. Gambate! Here's to the Army and Navy and the battles they have won. Here's to America's colors, the colors that never run. May the wings of liberty never lose a feather. Ah. Alrighty, so let's talk about growth mindset, or having a growth mindset, versus having a fixed mindset. So, a necessary evil within hand reading is making assumptions pre-flop, you know? You're assuming somebody's range, whether they're uh, opening the pot calling you, three-betting, whatever the case is. And when you assume ranges, you can often be wrong. They could show up with something that, well, you just didn't expect them. Uh, You're also going to be assuming how your opponents will approach their position, their hand, the situation, whatever the case is. And of course, once again, when you assume, you can make mistakes. You're also assuming that they'll react and act in some sort of logical manner. Maybe they won't follow the logic that you would actually do, but there's got to be some kind of logic there. And Of course, again, when you assume how they'll react or act in specific situations, you could be wrong. And when you're wrong in all these various aspects of of hand reading and just playing poker in general, what you have to do is learn from your mistakes. And the best way or the best mindset to have when you're trying to learn from your mistakes is a growth mindset, not a... um, not a fixed mindset. And I learned a lot about fixed mindset versus growth mindset from a book called, uh, it's just called Mindset by Carol S. Dweck. And uh, here's a couple important things right here. She describes having a fixed mindset as believing that your qualities are carved in stone, whereas a growth mindset is the belief that your basic qualities are things that you can cultivate through your efforts. So a lot of people think to themselves, because growing up, they have a tough time with math, for example. They think to themselves, oh, I just can never understand math. I can do plus and minus, and that's about it. And with that fixed mindset in place, they never strive to do math problems. They never think to themselves, I can do this. I need to figure it out. When you have that fixed mindset, you're just limited in your beliefs. And as soon as you are given a math problem, the first thought in your mind is, oh, crap, math. How the frick am I supposed to do math? But if you have a growth mindset, well, as soon as you see that math problem, even if you're not good at it, you're going to say, hey, I can Google how to solve this and figure it out myself. I can ask a friend how to solve it. I can put some hard work into it, work out the numbers, work out the formulas, and do this for myself. There is a way for me to solve this problem. And that's what a growth mindset is. And throughout this book, I'm actually holding it in my hand right now, there are some great little notes, some things that I made, notes in the margins and some areas I underlined. Page five, a note that I left, or page four, a note that note that I left myself in the margin. It says, mindset can turn failure 
steer into a learning experience, into a positive learning experience. True that. Let's see here. What else here? Um, uh, one part of the book on page 23, she says, Students with a growth mindset continue to show the same high level of interest, even when they found the work very challenging. And what that means, and she went into it in other parts of this uh, page here in this chapter, is that the fixed mindset people, the students that she was uh, uh, researching, uh, they quit right away. When the going gets tough, they just quit because if you fail at something, it means that you are a failure. But if you don't even try it in the first place, you never fail. Great, I'm a winner is kind of the mm, kind of the mindset that a fixed mindset can develop right there. So you want to avoid that when you encounter a problem, have that growth mindset in place and know that with a little bit of work, maybe with a little bit of research, asking some people and uh, just time spent trying to figure it out, you can figure it out. Another part of the book here, let me see, page 147, she said this, Kids with the fixed mindset are the ones who react to taunting and bullying with thoughts of violent retaliation. And I kind of thought about this in poker terms, you know. If you've got that fixed mindset in place, maybe maybe people with a fixed mindset, maybe they're more uh, likely to react negatively uh, when it comes to like uh, bad beats and stuff. And they're the ones that go on tilt quite often, or maybe violent tilt, throwing the mouse across the room, wanting to punch a hole in the wall, that kind of a thing. Maybe with a growth mindset, um, you know, you encounter a little bit of resistance, you make a mistake, you get a bad beat, uh, you just lose your stack, whatever the case is. Maybe with a growth mindset, the way you deal with those, you think, well, I did something wrong here. Let me figure out the problem and work to address it. That's what the growth mindset is. The fixed mindset just says, screw this, gets mad, bashes the keyboard, whatever the case. Let's see here. Another page um, right here. Page 175. She says, praising children's intelligence harms their motivation and it harms their performance. And she goes on to say, if success means they're smart, then failure means they're dumb. That's the fixed mindset. So when you are playing poker and you happen to make some uh, some kind of mistakes, you lose your stack, you get knocked out of the tournament because of the way you played, don't think of that as, man, I am too dumb. I am never going to get this. Think of it as a growth opportunity moment. You aren't dumb just because you got knocked out because you lost your stack. This is an opportunity for you to work on whatever caused you to lose your stack or to get knocked out of the tournament. You're not dumb. You're just a poker player who is always learning. And the final thing I wanted to say here, uh, let me see. This was a great message on page 180. Um, she says this, it must be a terrible thing to feel that everyone is evaluating you and you can't show what you know. We want you to know that we are not evaluating you. We care about your learning and we know that you've learned your stuff. We're proud that you've stuck to it and kept learning. Now, that is a great message. That's something that you can basically just tell yourself in those times when you're maybe experiencing a huge down swing, but you're continuing to study, you're continuing to work on your game, but you just haven't seen maybe a turnaround in your profits or your win rates, just know that as long as you keep on working, you're doing the right thing. Eventually, uh, things should turn around for you and you should be back to your winning ways at some point. But just keep up the studying, but be proud of yourself for the fact that you are studying, that you're putting in the work to improve that game of yours. Alrighty, so that was just a little snippets from the book. Once again, it was called Mindset by Carol S. Dweck, PhD. So she really does know her stuff. I love this book. I found it very interesting. 
The next thing I want to talk about is some bad words in poker. And the words are specifically can't, won't, don't, and never. And not only bad words in poker, but just bad words in life, general life, bad words, whatever. Um, so the first word can't. Let's say you catch yourself saying this. I can't figure out pot odds math on the fly. Well, that's kind of a negative, a limiting belief right there. That's a fixed mindset. Instead, you can turn it into something like, I just need to practice pot odds over and over off the felt and make cheat sheets to help me learn the most common pot odds calculations. Bam! You turn that negative fixed mindset thought into a positive growth mindset. I am going to learn this kind of thought. The next bad word was won't. For example, I won't be able to figure out this opponent. Well, let's flip that into something like, everyone has a weakness. I'll keep digging until I find his. Great, that is a growth mindset right there. I'm going to work to figure out this opponent. The next bad word was don't. For example, I don't have the time to study. Instead, let's change this into, how can I make or take the time to study? Great. Now, instead of just complaining that you don't have the time, you're going to actively work to find the time. 5 a.m. in the morning, 10 p.m. at night, during your lunch break at work, whatever. And the final bad word, never. For example, I'm never going to get this. Well, let's just change this to, I can do this. I can get it. I've just got to work to figure it out. There you go. We're flipping the script, taking those bad words and those fixed mindsets, turning them into uh, uh, positive growth mindsets, kind of affirmations or sentences or just ways of thinking, ways of approaching what you've got going on. Alrighty, so like we were saying earlier, you're going to be making assumptions, and when you're making assumptions, you're often going to be wrong. And when it comes from just learning from mistakes in general, what I, what I want you to do too is keep a mistake log. So it could be um, like just a page out of your notebook. Whenever you make a mistake, take note of it. And if you make that mistake again, put a little extra check mark or a little annotation times two times three, whatever the case is to show you how many or how often you're making these mistakes. And if you catch a mistake being made four, five, six times, well, that is definitely a leak and you've got to get in there and, uh, and, you know, and work to fix it. I've got some shout outs to some super growth oriented poker peeps. All these people bought my Flopzilla Pro course. They went to smartpokerstudy.com slash Flopzilla Pro course and purchased it directly from me there. So I got to thank Paul Milbrook, Peter Turlewich, Peter Morrison, Guy Brooks, Richard Manius, Ray Springer, Nicholas Kazakos, John Adamek, Todd Caton, Ian Gauhan, Andrew Duffy, Rob McAfee, Keith Rawson, Chris Martin, Scott Voracek, Kennedy Mumina, Thomas Thatcher, Thomas Westgate, Frank Quintiliano, Nat Wynn, Francis Zayas, Gianfranco Catrazola, Loke Minadier, Massimo Gramegna, Carl Gustafsson, Keith Brandt. Hold on, <laughs> the, the list still goes. We have so many people purchasing this recently. Manuel Mangrobing, Stephen Barella, Gene Lee, Indriana Rastandi, Kevin Pryor, Raul Beniston, Frederick Daniels, George Best, Gary Warmby, Jonathan Harrison, Daniel Teal, Henning Janning, Nils Bauer, Kasabani Curtez, and William Howell. Holy Stromboli, all these peeps are super growth-oriented. Here's the thing. Flopzilla Pro is an incredible poker tool that's going to help you learn to understand ranges, how they interact with boards, and build your hand-reading skills. If you currently do not think you can learn that kind of stuff, 
Let me tell you, you absolutely can. Get Flopzilla Pro and then buy the Flopzilla Pro course. It's a super great tool for your poker growth. Once again, smartpokerstudy.com slash Flopzilla Pro course. Alrighty, so let's talk about just having a growth mindset within poker here. So the fact that you're listening means that you probably have a growth mindset. And I say probably because maybe you tune out when I talk about math or when I talk about player types or or any other specific topic, and maybe you tune out because you can't seem to learn that stuff. You need to take heart, and all you need is practice. Spend the time, take notes, drill yourself, come up with cheat sheets, uh, whatever you need to do to study the topic at hand, and it will come to you eventually. So let's talk about some areas where people might have kind of a fixed mindset. One of them is transitions between games. You know, you're going from cash to MTT, MTT to sit and go, sit and go to cash, whatever the case is. Oh, no limit hold'em to PLO, you know. The first thing you need to do is stick with one format at a time. When you're jumping back and forth, even if you do have a growth mindset and you think, hey, I can study no limit hold'em, PLO, and tournament play all at the same time. No, you can do that, but you're better off sticking with one format, going over one topic at a time, looking at the fundamentals, spending one week at a time, one hour per day per topic, and you know, trying to learn it, trying to master it before you move on to the next. Another area that people have a hard time with is new statistics within their HUDs uh, and how to use them, of course. So, for example, aggression factor, aggression frequency, um, one after calling river bets, that kind of a thing. What you need to do is take the time to learn the formulas and then go through your database and filter for hands related to that formula. Go through, review the hands, look for mistakes, look for positive plays made, and, well, basically learn from those hands played in relation to those stats. And of course, add those stats to your HUD. If you see it every time you look at a player's stats right there on the HUD, you're more likely going to just kind of uh, 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 grow your understanding of things like AF, AFQ, and whatever other stat you're trying to work on. Another area where players may have a fixed mindset are like new plays and oftentimes aggressive plays like check-raising, three-betting, bluff, four-betting, and donk-leading pots. What you want to do is whatever kind of specific play that you're having a hard time with, study each one for one week at a time, and you want to test them out in every single session. So if you're studying check raise for this current week right here, then every session that you play, make it a goal of check raising maybe like between five and ten different times. Maybe you're check raising for value. Maybe you're check raising as bluffs. But your goal is to practice this play so that you learn more about it. And, of course, you want to filter for facing that play and review those hands. So when it comes to check raising, filter for uh, opportunities where you face a check raise. Try to hand read those opponents and figure out what they're doing. What can you learn about their check raises? Challenge! Here's my challenge to you for this episode. Try to be more aware of any negative thoughts that you have surrounding your poker skills. If you catch yourself saying, I'll never get this math, or I can't beat these lags, flip the script and turn those statements into positive, growth-oriented, can-do ideas. Now it's your turn to take action and shabba-dabba-do something positive for your poker game. Oh, that's it now. Get out there and be somebody.
Alrighty, your learning isn't complete until you go to the show notes page, smartpokerstudy.com slash pod 405 for a full transcript of today's episode and links to everything that I mentioned. And of course, if you want to grow your range understanding, your range and board interaction understanding, your hand reading skills, you have to get the Flopzilla Pro course, smartpokerstudy.com slash Flopzilla Pro course. I'm still doing Q and August within my daily poker tips podcast, a brand new Q&A every day. Go to smartpokerstudy.com slash daily poker tips. Until next time, take action both on and off the felt to become the player that you want to be.